All right, it is Friday, and that means it's time for a weekly visit with your coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Pete Carroll joins us. Hey, Coach, good to talk to you. Hey, Dory. Good to talk to you, too. You know, I don't tell you this often. You know how much I appreciate you? No, come on, Dory. I really do. I, uh, I With all the craziness in local and national politics that I, I spend so much time talking about, you are... You are the needed cleanser for me at the end of the week. <laughs> well, okay. That's good. Let's have serving a purpose, I guess. Yes. Appreciate that. That's nice to say. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, I, w- I wanted to start with just a little bit about the game last Sunday, which turned out to be just a really nice win. And, man, your defense is playing great right now. Yeah, they're, they're really finding a good consistency. You know, they're playing really solid. Uh, across the board, we're, we're, our coverage guys are are, are uh, challenging and playing tough. The guys up front are stopping the running game. We're, we're causing enough problems for the quarterback where the the quarterback's efficiency is not very high right now. And so we're, you know, if we can do that and, and and keep the big plays off the, you know, from the game, we had two explosive plays in the game last week, which is really good. Yeah. Um, then the only other issue is getting that football and taking it away. You know, we weren't able to get it much, but uh, when we do that, then we're really rolling. You know, uh, when when you guys were behind at halftime, I know you talked about that there are just some uncharacteristic things, drops and, you know, the penalties you don't like and there was turnover and all that. How much of a factor – I know that any team can can beat any other team for a quarter. Over the course of a four-quarter, 60-minute game, how much of a factor is luck? How often does the better team win a game? Well, I, I think it's two different questions there, but okay. the, the luck thing, I mean, it happens, you know. I mean, we always say that you got to play over and above the game because the game can get you sometimes. You know, it's a call. It's a it's a funny bounce of the ball. It's just the way things go. It could be the elements that, that factor in. You know, stuff can happen. I don't know if that's luck, but um, I, I don't think in general that that's, it's, a, it's a consistent factor at all. You know, I don't think that – but it happens once in a while, and it, it sometimes bites you, and, and you, you know, there's nothing to do about it, but – so we always talk about playing over and above. And the same thing with penalties or turnovers. you got to get over and above that stuff and overcome it and not let it factor in and, and, and cause you, to, you know, your, your performance to go down. For instance, we had, you know, you had penalties in early in the game. We overcame some of those penalties and made first downs and got the sticks moving. It was first and 21 time. You know, we make it anyway. You know, th- those are really significant challenges that you overcome. And when you do that, then you're, uh, you, know, you, you give yourself a chance. And that's kind of what happened. We hung in there until we straightened things up, and then we played really well to finish and, and got a good finish to the game. And, okay, you said it was two different questions. So, you know, you, you addressed the luck thing. Uh, when you feel like you are the better team, uh, you, do you think you should win the game every single time when you are the better team on the field? And, and how close do you come to achieving that? Okay, well, here, the, the, the saying that I would, I would share here is that, that the best players don't always win. You know, it's those who play the best do. And, and uh, that's, that's what you're trying to perform at your best, regardless of how much potential you have or, or what kind of a team you have or the matchups that, you, that look like they're in your favor. That doesn't really matter because it, it's who plays well. And so that's why no matter how good we've ever been over all of the years, we've always, you know, stayed really strict to the fundamentals and the basics and try to keep outplaying the other team, regardless of how talented we are, and and that that's what it that's the focus and the direction that takes care of uh, the consistency that you're looking for. But for the most part, you know, if, if you play like you're capable, then you're gonna you're gonna win a lot of games, you yeah. know, because most of the time the other teams don't, and it, things happen and stuff gets in their way, and and 
and it's enough to sometimes offset them and set them off off the course you know, to win it, and and that's how you you know you get your wins. The first half, the, if you looked at uh, the Giants game, they played very conservatively, you know, and just kind of hung on there, and we we messed up and turned the ball over, and two plays later they're in the end zone, and and we got in our own way, couldn't score, and. And they were, you know, they were ahead at halftime in, in really not having to try very hard. They just kind of stayed out of the problems, and, and they were ahead in the game. And then it, it still went on into the third quarter until we got going, you know. Right. So they were they were well involved with that game. And, again, really, we, we had moved the ball up and down the field, and we'd done all kinds of things, but we just hadn't gotten the end zone the way we wanted to. And so sometimes, that, you know, that can win for you. And, in essence, they were out playing us, you know, no matter how good we looked or what what the stats look like, they were out playing us, and, and uh, they hung in there until we took it over. Yeah, and before you took it over, I know that there was a little uh, you know, testiness on the sideline. I, I think it was blown out of proportion, and the way everybody handled it was fantastic. But do you feel like you have a little more – I don't know if chaos is the right word, but do you have a little more drama than most teams in the league? And, and if well. – well, go ahead. I, I yeah. do. I, I think you know we demand our guys to of our guys to to you know, get close to the edge, you know, and and uh, that's always been the way I've been coaching, and and I know I'm I'm my own worst enemy at times because I'm trying to push these guys to take it to the very limit and to push as far as they can and with as much energy and juice and effort and toughness and all that. And sometimes you know the, the, a guy will cross the line and, and he'll demonstrate something where, where his poise won't be in command, you know, and so. Um, uh, but I know that, you know, and that, that's so that's what we we try to function in that you know, kind of in that realm that gets us a chance to play really at a high level. And and then I try to figure out with the coaches to how to manage it and yeah. with the leadership of the team. And sometimes we go a little bit over. And so it's not it doesn't bother me so much uh, unless we can't recover. You know, we can't get back on track. And I had just asked uh, Tom Cable to, you know, to pull the offense together and just try to you know settle these guys down. You know, we, we kind of kind of stumbling over each other and uh and really Russell and Doug really had the same thought at the same time and so that's it was just a little bit of a of a clash of, of the, trying to get to everybody for all the same and the right reasons and, and uh everything everything worked out fine it was just a, a, a bad moment there well you know and as my wife always says the opposite of love isn't hate it's apathy and yeah. you certainly don't have apathy and sometimes it's a pretty fine line between love and hate if if it's you know just you are going for the same thing, and, and you know you have the same passion to achieve something, but uh, you never see apathy from your guys, and I'm guessing you kind of embrace that. Yeah, I would think it's more like love and like. You know, you, you, you like to be <laughs> you like to be good. You know, but but you know you love when you you know as it's, it's close to that. I don't know if it goes all the way the opposite of hate. I don't see it that way, but yeah, um, yeah, our our guys are you know they they are they're they're trained and pushed and challenged on a daily basis to, to keep you know, finding how far they can take it, how, how, how far they can stretch their limits and stuff like that. And, and we're, we're going and, and we operate like that and, and, uh, and function like that. And sometimes, it, you know, it, most of the time it serves us really well. Sometimes, you know, we, it gets the best of us. And, uh, so we learn, we grow, we get better. Um, it was, you know, Doug handled himself beautifully and yeah. did Tom and, and, and Russell and, 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 all, and all the guys. And so uh, we moved ahead really more together than ever. I heard Brock ask you a question on Monday, and I wanted to dive in a little deeper with you when we have the time here. But he asked you about the similarities. I may have talked to you about this before, the similarities between coaching and parenting. And I think I've told you, I've, I've learned a lot from you as a coach in just our weekly conversations. But uh, I thought your answer to that was fascinating. Could you, uh, could you jump into that a little bit more here? 
Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just I'm trying to do the best I can possibly do, you know, and and I I, I do believe in that we'll do our best when we're closest to our truest self, you know, and and you're not trying to act on like you know, like somebody else or like you think you should act. You know, I, I think we're at our best when we're truest and most authentic and all. And so the I think the best thing and the thing I'm trained the most for is to be a dad and, and a husband and and so I'm I'm just trying to do you know this coaching thing where in in, this, in my strength, which is caring for people and looking after them and, and challenging them and trying to motivate them and all that. So I just I just kind of operate the same way, and I don't think much differently. I don't talk much differently. I don't act much differently, you know. And and because uh, we really do care about our guys, and, and and in that we're trying to help them be the best they can be. And if you're doing that, and that's really first and foremost, and you don't ever fall off of that because that's your approach and your philosophy, then. You know, it, it, it's a good guy. It's a it's a guiding way, and uh, that's you know that's always been the way. And maybe that's why you see me. You know, and people see us be tolerant at times when our guys are erring and or they're making mistakes and they're you know they may cross the line or something like that. It, it's it's the same thing you do with your kid. You know, you, yeah. you try to teach them and you try to help them through it and see what's right and what's the best way to do things and and uh, and you know own up to their mistakes and then move ahead forward and be smarter and stronger and better for it so I mean that's all it is I don't know yeah well and that's the you know the life lesson I think this is going way beyond football but I th- you know I think for managers I think for so many people and like I said when I started out coaching I was playing a role and then and again I'm going to give you credit I've learned a lot from you and when I realized you know, some of those things about authenticity and tapping into your personal strength. And, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty good dad. And, and that's when I went to new levels in other areas of my life. And I just, I, that's why I wanted to go into it today. I just think that's a really important life lesson for everybody, no matter what their endeavor is. There are too many people yeah. playing roles out there, you know? Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's hard because you, you hard for people because they um they want to do really well and, and they see other people being successful and you know i think you have to be helped along the way to, to realize that your your greatest good and your your greatest strengths come from you know the inner and and uh, it's not being like something else or something that you're not and and it's hard sometimes you know it, but that's that's the pursuit of a i think of a, of a lifetime yeah, <laughs> you yeah. figure that out you yeah. know and be the best you can be and and uh that's what we've been working at for a long time around here he made a uh, an acquisition that people are really excited about. Dwight Freeney, who's been such a, a great player in the league his entire career. And uh, I don't know if you heard what he said yesterday morning, but I wanted to play just a little bit of it for you and, and talk about this a bit. I've always wanted okay. a player. I, I'll be honest with you. Um, since 2011, I left. I think that might have been my last year with Indianapolis. I was a free agent. And I think that was right about the time you guys started to really hum and come together. And um, I've always been, you know, jealous of how the fans get behind you the way you do. But it's like the defensive-minded place here. You know, I've never really been a part of a type of organization that was like that. How cool for you and your organization that you are perceived that way by players around the team. And, and we've heard this from a couple of guys who have signed here. And they said, yeah, I've always wanted to play in Seattle. And they felt that way even when they were playing for their other teams. What a great situation for your organization. Well, it is good. It used to help us in recruiting a little bit, too, you know, <laughs> um, back in the day. But, uh, yeah, we're happy that that's the way it's perceived in, in uh you know, we're trying to make it a great place, and we want these guys to have a great experience when they're here. And so, when it gets conveyed and, and others can see it, that's good. And th- this is a particularly uh, unique young man. You know, I mean, he is 
been around everywhere and been through the league inside and out. And he's really learned from his lessons and, and grown from him and become a, a tremendous, you know, a ball player, but a tremendous man, you know, and, and he's got a lot to offer the guys in our, in our locker room and stuff. And, and he's not pushy about it, but he just kind of exudes confidence and, and all that. So it's going to be really fun having him. I hope he'll do well and, and he can really help us. When when you are going after somebody like him or, or, you know, some of the great unrestricted free agents you've brought in, some of the unsigned college kids you've brought in, how how similar and dissimilar is recruiting somebody to the Seahawks from your USC days and recruiting somebody to a college? Well, there there is some you know a lot of the same things are, are spoken. You know, of course, it's, it's there's money involved here where you know guys get salaries and that dictates a lot of the opportunities for guys depending on where they're coming from and all. But when the money's not the issue, then it's all about recruiting, and so. Well, we kick into it. We we have enough guys here from the Trojans that we we know how to kick into our recruiting mode. You know, as soon as we get a chance, and we have a saying around here: you tell a trapper by his furs, Dory. You know, you, you got you don't tell me how, you know how you did a good job recruiting them. Show me that the guy's coming. You know, <laughs> and, and so uh, it's kind of fun for us. And we we, uh, we feel real familiar in that role. What's the say? You tell a trapper by his furs. Is that, <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> Yeah, you got to think about that a little bit. Well, no, I just feel like I'm in 1890 all of a sudden with that one. <laughs> I like, I like I that. Uh, recruiting motto. <laughs> yeah, okay, I like it. A uh, couple other things. Okay, injuries. How, how are we looking for this weekend? Um, we're in pretty good shape. Uh, we'll know more about Britt. Um, you know, we got to go all the way to game time. Uh, <clears throat> he's trying hard, and he, he's got a chance to play, so that'd be good. If not, um, you know, Ethan Postick can play, and – uh, and we got a couple things, decisions we have to make on how to do that. Ethan did a really good job jumping in the game last week, and he's really doing a, a fantastic job of being a young player, you know, on this team, a rookie that has the uh, the ability to play different spots and can really interchangeably play him during the course of a game. He already proved that. So, really, it was the reason we we really loved him, in, you know, in, in the draft process, and he's already shown that that's real. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think CJ's going to make it. Um, he's going to try, but I, I don't think he's going to make it. He, he tweaked his, his ankle again in the second play he was in there in the game, and, and uh, so we just got to wait him out. But other than that, we're ready to go, and, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So it's going to be exciting to be coming home. We're really fired up about coming home and a really good team we're playing. How, how do we make any sense of CJ Procise? Is it just bad luck? I mean, when somebody – and I every time I talk to you about him, I hear such genuine excitement about yeah. what he can be when he's healthy and right. And is it just bad luck? And why are some guys just injury prone? Have you figured that out? No, well, you know, he is a great kid, you know, and he's a good competitor too, and he wants to be out there and all that. He just can't just can't get right. So it's a little bit of misfortune that kind of has piled up on him, you know, and, and uh, mishap and, and, and all that. But it's not because he isn't working hard or trying hard. It already wants to, you know. So we just keep hanging with him, and, and we'll continue to do that as much as we can, and you know, hopefully we'll get him through it. It's, sometimes, you know, it's just like one thing after another, you know, and you just can't you can't get away from yourself. And, and so it's unfortunate. Um, you know, fortunately, uh, J.D. McKissick has just jumped up and, and really yeah. yep. uh, embraced that role, and we really like him, and we're excited to play him again this week. And, and we're fortunate you know, that, that that has seemingly worked out. But uh, C.J.'s having a tough go right now getting started, and, and – uh, you know, he's still a real young kid and, and, and got a lot of a lot of great play ahead of him. Got it. Okay, you mentioned just a moment ago about a really good team coming in. Uh, how how tough is this Houston Texan team? Well, they're scoring points like crazy. Yeah. The new quarterback came up, uh, Deshaun Watson. 
they've led the highest scoring team in the NFL since he started starting, uh, at least in the last four weeks. Yep. And they've got explosive players. They've got speed. They've got receivers and runners, and a really good scheme in general. So they're a tough team. It's going to be a great matchup. Well, you guys are, have just put yourself in a really nice situation. You know, some of the other teams at the top of the conference are. Are in a bit of struggle. So I know if you take care of business at home these next couple of weeks, you hit the halfway mark in a really good spot. Well, we hope so. You know, we just one shot at a time here. This is this is the championship ball game this weekend. We we'll see if we can pull it off at home and you know be at home a couple of weeks, and then I think the next one's like Arizona. So we don't have to do a lot of traveling for a while now, and, and uh, we got to see if we can really cash in on it. I hope that you know that we can play well um, for the twelves and they get jacked up and make it hard on on a new young quarterback. And, Let's do our thing, you know, and have fun doing it and see if we can get another win. Yeah, get those wins because, you know, Coach, you tell a trapper by his furs. <laughs> Here you go, Dory. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right, Coach, it's good talking with you. All right, take care. See ya.